and people of the United States to form a more perfect union, secure the blessings of liberty, reestablish the meaning of the Constitution. Hello, friends, and welcome to We the People Show. This is your host, Tiger, and uh, originally, uh, this episode is going to be hosted by myself, obviously, and Bradley. However, uh, due to Bradley's busy schedule, it's just going to be me. So anyway, welcome back for another week of We the People Show, and uh, I hope uh, y'all enjoyed last week's episode about um, the the gas prices in the United States and Sunday's bonus episode about foreign policy featuring our guest Christian Cavazos. Now, for this week's episode, we're talking about the messaging of political orgs. Political orgs that y'all probably heard of, such as um, Young Americans for Liberty, YAL, and it's a libertarian group, and Turning Point USA, TPUSA, which is a conservative group, obviously advocating for free market capitalism and uh, limited government. Now, TPUSA and YAL, both of these groups actually work together because they both agree, most importantly, the free market and small government. And now there is a distinguished difference between um, small government and limited government, but details on that we can get to another time. The difference between these two and uh, how the stances of how uh, TPUSA and Yao have on it. Anyway, these two are major national known uh, political orgs. While in Texas, I don't know about, it varies between other states since this is a Texas-based show. We are also going to talk about the messaging of this third group, only in Texas though, called YCT, which stands for Young Conservatives of Texas. Now, regarding all three of these political orgs, TPUSA, YAO, and YCT, I have been involved with TPUSA mostly, and YCT before TPUSA, and as for YAO, uh, a little bit here and there, but not much. But August is going to probably change that, and I'll get to that in a second. So anyway, the messaging of each of these three orgs, how do they stand? Well, we're not only we're not only going to um, talk about the political orgs and their messaging of uh, on the right wing side of the spectrum. We are also talking about going to talk about orgs um, that are operating in favor of the left-wing side of the spectrum and uh, I can tell y'all right now the most outspoken one from coming from the left would be YDSA which stands for Young Democratic Socialist of America now this is something that that one is something uh, um, a former guest of ours who appeared on the show before by the name of Darren Navaris could talk more about that, but unfortunately he isn't available available either to to uh, talk more about it, elaborate on it. He did appear before, but that was just talking about he talked about socialism, the the ideology itself in general in the U.S. That was last summer. So anyway, 
This episode is going to be primarily about the messaging of the political orgs, right or left, or right and left. So, first of all, we're starting with uh, le- le- uh, the left wing side of the spectrum, which would be YDSA. Now, YDSA, they obviously advocate for socialism, of course, but according to them, it's democratic socialism. Now, this what the following message that I'm about to say does not reflect uh, the, uh, the statement of this show. It's my opinions, my views only, not the show's stance. We are nonpartisan in terms of that. We don't stand by any group, right wing or left wing. So my personal take on this YDSA or YDSA's stance called democratic socialism that they're um, that they're advocating for basically saying oh we are pro-socialists in, and we are going to enact it implement it in a democracy way democratic way like you know in a democracy now the way I view it that's an oxymoron because socialism requires state control full state control of uh the means of production of workers. And examples of socialism would be Venezuela, Venezuela, uh, North Korea, nineteen World War Two Germany, Soviet Union, China. Those are socialist countries. And oh yeah, modern day speaking, North Korea, Venezuela, and Vietnam. However that Vietnam is now incorporating capitalist ideas but anyway socialist country of course yes they're ultimately communists especially China Soviet Union North Korea Cuba those countries but the difference between socialism and uh, communism is that socialism is incorporating equal amounts of poverty by vote while uh, communism is the same thing, but by force. So there is a difference, but anyway, the general idea is the same. Both systems produce equal amounts of poverty. Now, that is, my my friends, is socialism slash communist type of idea. The system, the command economy. And uh, whereas... Whereas uh, the YDSA's stance of implementing democratic socialism, well, their idea is trying to mimic the socialist system, quote-unquote socialist systems in, uh, what's it called, Scandinavians, in countries like Denmark, countries like Sweden, those countries. Now, these countries, Denmark, Sweden... They're not actually socialists. If you think about it, they are capitalist economies with a very large welfare system. Because, think about it, where does most of the money go to? Went towards NATO, defense spending, all from Cold War era uh, military alliances to counterweight Russia to... to, to you, know, you, know, you know, we all know what I mean. Basically, all the money went to that. And therefore, there's a huge welfare system. That's why 
taxes are expensive there or high there. The rate is high there, and freaking the college is free. Well, someone has to pay for it, and that's where it came from. That's where it got achieved. So it's not really socialist up in Scandinavia, as the left likes to likes to claim. The American left, that is. So they say they're advocating for Scandinavia. In reality, they're advocating for Venezuela. Politicians like AOC, Bernie Sanders, they don't even know it, or they do know it, but they don't just—they just don't care. They just want the votes, the attention. They're just attention grabbers. Show me some attention, kind of politician. So, if Bernie wanted to, or just forget Bernie, just any progressive in the U.S. ever wanted to implement free stuff, uh, good luck to that, because someone has to pay for it. We're going to see high taxes, and uh, the economy is just going to collapse. All because of uh, a couple of people who don't want to work. <laughs> So there's a joke about socialists saying, "Oh, how many socialists does it take to screw in a light bulb?" And the answer would be none, because they are waiting for someone else to do it. So there y'all go. That's what the YDSA crowd wants—a democratic socialism. They want something like Scandinavia, but in reality, they just don't understand. Well, they either don't understand. Or they understand, but they don't care. They're just like, they'll be like, oh, I'm going to pretend I didn't see that. That kind of meme. So, that's what the left side of the spectrum want. Their messaging, as far as, far as messaging goes, they actually do hold uh, events, conventions and such. I saw one uh, convention that was shown in the news, funny enough, Fox News. But generally, such things, such gatherings like that... Neither media companies even care, liberal or conservative, because they're just kind of like, I'd say it's safe to say the underdogs of politics, kind of lesser known, kind of like the the left leaning side version of libertarians. The difference is libertarians want small government, while socialists want bigger government. So yeah, basically YDSA's messaging is actually similar to how uh, political orgs. Other political scores do it. They do have tabling. I've seen the YDSA table at my campus, you know, trying to, trying to advocate for their message and uh, and sign have people sign more people up for the club. And so yeah, that's what YDSA is all about, the democratic version of socialism, supposedly. In my opinion, oxymoron. In the show's opinion, Mez just there. The left is just. As uh, Americans, they're also Americans like the rest of us. The difference is they're leftists. They're just Americans who hate the country. America, think about it, a country so great even those who hate it refuse to leave. And as for moving on to the right-wing side of the spectrum, the groups include, uh, first of all, Turning Point USA. That's the group I am involved in. And the messaging is simple. Advocate for free markets and limited government. And we do have a... Um, I'm in position to speak about Turning Point, by the way, since I'm involved. 
we do have slogans like smash socialism capitalism cures poverty freedom in all calibers taxation is theft i love america american socialist is an oxymoron blah blah blahs basically um, slogans like that and there's a reason why i gave it a nickname called the slogan people like i call turning point the slogan people because we literally have slogans like that now why do we have given crap for it well one partial of the reasoning is yes yeah, so there are some people who disagree with the messaging on there no surprise it's uh, folks on the left and uh, another reason is uh, just fellow conservatives actually criticize us criticize turning point or criticize them that is if I'm speaking from a nonpartisan we the people shows perspective because it's the way they broadcast their message that kinda drew uh, grew skepticism skeptic amongst other conservatives they their argument will be like the other conservatives argument will be like yes socialism sucks but that is not gonna uh, bring in new voters in election season you, can't, you gotta explain why they suck well exactly no no shit Sherlock because socialism sucks yes but that is the that's Turning Point's messaging is actually meant to draw in people who have questions about it and of course debate open debate and discussion is welcomed when uh, tabling when when uh, Turning Point activists were on campus advocating for ideas the idea that socialism sucks so the slogans were really pretty much just attention grabbers and uh, Turning Point was also is also criticized for oh why are y'all did nothing during election season well obviously they can't actually they're a non-profit organization they they can register voters but they cannot actively campaign for candidates running for office so that's why in a recent election for example there are um, other sister organizations like turning point action and students for trump those are the real sister orgs, the orgs that are affiliated with Turning Point, but not directly part of Turning Point. There's a difference. That they're the ones, Turning Point Action and Students for Trump, they're the ones who are in charge of uh, advocating or campaigning for, uh, there we go, for candidates. So groups like YC, he criticized them, Turning Point, oh, because y'all didn't block wall, y'all didn't, you didn't campaign for candidates. Well, no shit, YZT. We can't because we, we're we're sticking to slogans. And uh, we and by the way, we actually do campaign. It's called Turning Point Action. So YZT just got to do their homework right. And as for going on to YZT, the second messaging of political orgs, I call them. I personally give them a nickname too. I call them the policy people because they always advocate for policy. They're all about policy, as a matter of fact. See, that's why I wish co-host Bradley would be available to join me because he is an officer, the vice chairman of uh, the YCT chapter at my university, Texas, uh, Texas State. And, uh, yeah... And uh, as y'all know, remember from the foreign policy bonus episode, 
Christian was the chairman. So basically, not only does does Bradley co-host Bradley work under me, he also works under Christian as part of YCT. Now, anyway, moving on to YCT, the org itself and their messaging, they also hold pretty uh, interest interesting um, interesting activities within the org from conventions, events, conferences to uh, just socials, social gatherings to to just tabling, which is you know attracting new potential new members, which would be potential new activists and freaking leaders in the futures and and politics, of course. As far as uh, future careers, well, it it helps you. It's think of it as Sonic. In Sonic, there's there's a uh, you have trampoline thing that Sonic, the character uses, the Hedgehog uses. So YCT acts orgs like YCT acts kind of like um, a trampoline to success. And and for example, and a great example would be Senator uh, Rand Paul. Of Kentucky, he was a YCT member and possible officer when he was in college from Baylor University, I believe. So yeah, anyway, so as for YCT, the the state org itself in Texas, their messaging, as I said, for the policy people, they advocate for policies, meaning, oh, is is it a good policy? Is it a bad policy? Pump up. It's all policy. I have to tell y'all that and. That's why YCT, honestly, that org talks crap about groups like Turning Point, because there's just a difference. The way, it's the way they uh, fight in the conservative movement. That is, so that's why there's a little bit of a tension between the two orgs, Turning Point and uh, Young Conservatives of Texas. Now, as for YCT, logistically speaking, they they're state-based org, as I said, and. Uh, no national outreach, statewide outreach, and uh, that's why they're all focuses mainly on Texas politics. Did they support Trump? Yes, but that's not the main focus there. Their focus is politicians like Governor Abbott, uh, the Texas GOP. Well, Texas GOP is a little complicated, but they're more all about the principles, conservatism itself. Because keep in mind, out there, there are also um, conservative democrats they're rare nowadays but they do exist for example senator joe manchin of uh west virginia and senator kristen Sinema, cinema uh, excuse me of arizona they are conservative democrats so yct looks for conservatism that's why their slogan makes it clear principles over party cared about the principles of uh, pro-life pro-gun and uh, limits and and uh, I guess small government too, small government and limited government too. Over a political party, it is just mainly Republicans that they endorse because uh, conservatives may are mainly Republicans in the political field. Rarely are Democrats, and the exceptions would be conservative Democrats. There are would be, as I said, Mansion and Cinema. So anyway, that's YCT's messaging, and uh, YCT is a pretty interesting org. Moving on to my personal experience, I was in it until I found Turning Point, and just until 
why I left YC is because of personal reasons and also because there's that tension I mentioned of between Turning Point and YCT that kind of turned me away from YCT and moved towards Turning Point. It's just this one guy that's kind of jerk to whatever. It's complicated to explain and I don't want to rub it in regarding that incident. It, it was a kind of a political org to political org drama at my university between the two chapters. The Turning Point chapter on campus and the YCT chapter on campus. So that's why I spoke about these two orgs the most, the messaging said this, because I have experience in both Turning Point and YCT. I started out as YCT and then now moved to Turning Point. So anyway, now there's this third major org that I would like to discuss and it's political messaging. It's called Riao, which is the libertarian one, the Young Americans for Liberty. Now Yao is a, there are similarities and differences. The similarities would be that they act more libertarian-based, small government, government and free markets-based. But from a libertarian perspective, and libertarians obviously differed a lot, a lot, very much a lot from conservatives. Turning point kind of conservative, that is. Uh, excuse me. I had a great meal today. and it, So anyway, as for messaging of Yao... They also table on campus. They also have presence on college campuses nationwide. But they're also more of the underdog of the political orgs because uh, they're act, they're act, they act very much so like just like the Libertarian Party of the United States, the underdogs of everything because not much people are third party based. Now there are, but the, however they are more of in favor of a libertarian ideology, the the ideas, not necessarily the libertarian party itself. So that so Rand, Rand Paul is an example. He may be Republican, but he's not conservative. He is conservative, but he also is a bit libertarian. And that's why that's why there is a distinguishment there. And then you have libertarians like Gary Johnson running in 2016 for president. And then in 2020, there's there was a Joe Jorgensen. And uh, th it's third parties that really takes away votes of um, the two major parties in presidential elections. And you can see that uh, in the 1990s elections, one of them, uh, votes taken from Bush 41 was by um, Ross Perot. This independent candidate, tech, I I think it was independent, not very libertarian. But either way, third parties in general take votes away from the major parties, and one or the other that allows the other to win. Like Parade took votes away from Bush forty one, Bush senior, so that's why we saw a President Clinton, Bill Clinton, and you could argue the same thing in the recent election that Joe Jorgensen took votes away from Donald Trump, which allowed Joe Biden to win. So anyway, um, messaging of Yao, similar, bottom line, to turning point, tabling. They do have a conference, actually, a yearly conference, just like turning point has theirs called Student Action Summit for the libertarians, the Yao, the libertarian group, Yao. It's called revolution, just the word revolution. Because I think they mean, it means that they 
revolt against big government because after all they are advocating for small government much like turning point but they're like anti-government anything they're like they're basically the screw the feds in the feds kind of gang kind of group they're like that I I personally think that uh, Yao is focused more on government based the size of government also free markets while turning point focused more on free markets than the size of government while well, either way both groups are similar in their messaging turning point and Yao it's just that it's just that one side is libertarian the other is conservative uh, they have their common ground at some at one point but also differences disagreements on issues and YCT is a completely different story because um, they're all about principle first of all and number two they're a state org so turning point and Yao I talk about those the most because they're national orgs because uh, not everyone here I bet y'all aren't all from Texas y'all are from um, all over the country and heck even outside the country so I hope y'all are learning a lot more about our political systems uh, to our German, Swedish, Canadian and, and uh, Singaporean listeners I hope y'all learned so much about us the American political system so anyway there's that all the orgs that I talked about I know I focused mainly on the right wing side because uh, I know how they operate and uh, to frank quite frankly I'm I was part of it because quite frankly I was not much was known about the left wing side I wish I could get insight on y'all on that for y'all on that YC YDSA but bottom line no matter which side left wing or right wing groups like YDSA the left is very much operating like groups on the right TPUSA and Liao except that uh, their ideologies are obviously different so that's why the messaging uh, each political orgs matters and if you're gonna start a new org then uh, refer back to, I would recommend y'all to refer back to my earlier episode from last year actually on YouTube it was called um, mobilizing speech so basically if you're gonna start an org watch that episode first for inspiration on how to actually do it then come back to this episode and uh, know the difference between each org and by starting a new org I mean if you're gonna start a an org similar to say YDSA or Turning Point or Yao that's what I mean so both episodes are important important this episode and the YouTube one mob called mobilizing speech so that's why messaging matters whether it's the slogan people the policy people or Yao or YDSA messaging matters how do you uh, how do you get your message across obviously so y'all say oh in the Fed if y'all say no matter what side you are if y'all say like things like in the Fed uh, social socialism great or socialism sucks or uh, principles over party 
policy, good policy, bad policy. Well, messaging matters. And uh, talking crap about each other ain't going to cut it. Like name calling and all that stuff, not good. No matter which side does it, the right or the left, not cool. Knock it off. And uh, if you if y'all really want to change hearts and minds, just be cool, be chill when it's tabling and getting the message across. And uh, across, yeah, getting the message across. Message henceforth the name of this episode: messaging of political orgs. So that's why um, I decide to make this episode in order to point out the the differences. Between political orgs, whether they be right wing or left wing. Now, left wing. Why do I only say YDSA? Because that's basically the only org that I know of that's operating on the left uh, on my campus. That is, and probably other campuses. And uh, if there are any other left wing orgs that I missed out that I didn't know about, well, I guarantee they're going to be operating just like YDSA. Just for the leftist cause that is progressive movement in the country. So, that's a lengthy episode because I am enthusiastic about this as me and Bradley are always should for this show. So anyway, uh, there we go. Bottom line, messaging matters in political orgs. So choose, just basically pick your poison, choose wisely on uh, which side you are, cool, right wing or left wing, just choose wisely on how, just how, as I emphasize, are you going to um, get your agenda across, your arguments across. So anyway, that's going to have to do for this week's episode. I hope you all enjoy, and uh, be prepared for next week's episode as I'm going to have AJ back on again, expert analyst AJ to talk about, um, I believe, something to do with environment, obviously, because that's his focus area now for the show. Uh, I believe, oh yeah, the Paris Climate Accords, because we all know this, President Trump, former President Trump, got us out of this. But now, we're, I believe, we, we, we rejoined under President Biden. So we're going to analyze more on that. AJ, to be more specific, are going to analyze more on that, give us the insights. So be prepared for that. And uh, take care, get vaccinated, stay safe, and uh, see y'all next week. Thanks. Take care. We, the people of the United States, to form a more perfect union, secure the blessing of liberty, reestablish the meaning.